0: Hello welcome my name is Sabina, and I'm Jay and this is our podcast
1: and we're talking about life and its challenges
0: yes and our personal experience how we move through these challenges how we grow
1: yeah and especially how we do that by focusing putting the focus more on the internal
0: yes how we take the power back, actually, to ourselves. Yeah. What can we do to feel better, to have a better life, to look at life in a different way? And I really love it.
1: I love it too. So enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. Hello. So today's podcast, we we just joined this incredible workshop from our teacher, You Answer, on... Not just gratitude but patterns around gratitude and we've talked about patterns in previous classes so we won't go into that now too much but hmm, how to how to say more
0: it was actually unconditional gratitude I think it's quite an important detail because there is quite a difference between gratitude as we know it Mm and unconditional gratitude and then yes Hmm. you know all that the patterns have to do with it.
1: it it left me with this feeling of being in a almost need to use a completely different word gratitude isn't the word for me it's more like reciprocity and it's being in this space where you know you're held by the universe and you know that the universe, in many ways that you can't even see, is constantly giving to you, your life as it is right now is a gift, and in return you gift back. Mm -hmm. So it's the state of everything is a gift and everything I do is a gift.
0: Very beautifully said.
1: Yeah, it feels like you are with the universe
0: Hmm. Mm Wow, you have brought that into very feelable words. I like it. And I guess that's where the unconditional is feelable because it's so hard for us to say, well, I'm going to be grateful for whatever I'm receiving. Mm -hmm. You know, and in some ways, if we are honest, it needs also be the other way. You know, I'm grateful for whatever I'm giving, and sometimes that might not mm. be the best kind of words coming out of my mouth. I don't know if if I'm going onto slippery ice when I say this now. What do you think about this? Not sure. There should be unconditional gratitude. It means I'm also grateful for the things I'm not doing so well, which are might not be that beneficial
1: but there's still <laughs> there's still things and one of the things we talked about was talked about in this workshop was was the pattern of fixed expectations and thinking of how we have expectations and so maybe you have an expectation that right now you're going to speak and you're saying you're going to say something magnificent and beautiful it's going to touch everyone's heart you'll look at me there'll be a little tear coming down my eye <laughs> and and I'll say thank you for saying that but instead you think you say something
0: challenging
1: that you're like, where did that come from? I can't believe I said that. I feel <laughs> like such an idiot. And that's we. That's not what happened. So you have this expectation what you could have said, but there's a reality of what you did say.
0: Yeah, but I'm grateful for what I said.
1: Yeah, be grateful for the reality. Yeah. Not the not the ideal, because sometimes, should I give an example? Yeah. Should I give an example? Yes. I was hoping to not talk about it because it was personal, but I don't, now I don't know how to avoid it.
0: You could have pretended it's another person you talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this person I met, yeah, that person.
0: (laughs) Try it that way.
1: A good friend of mine. Yes, told me. <laughs> told me. No, I, I realized during the talk about expectations, I saw this... I have a, a funny relationship with, with the way I live. My partner and I, we don't have a lot of money, but we have this very fortunate situation where she bought a property a long time ago. So we live, we live in a house bus and we've got some buildings and we live rent-free and mortgage free. And so free compared to a lot of other people I know. But sometimes, the way we live is quite rough, quite. It's, but what I realised was, my, the the feeling I was holding in my heart about how we live, wasn't, wasn't generated by the reality of how we live, because how we live is actually quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was generated by how I'd grown up living and how I'd seen people living when I was younger. And I realized in that moment that I'd created almost like an imprint of this is how you live. Like from my childhood, this is the type of house you live in. This is how you live. You know, you have this is what you have. Mm -hmm. And then I realized when I went into that emotion, this is what you have that there was this huge disappointment and sadness that I couldn't achieve what what my expectations wanted. Mm-hmm. I couldn't... I had this idea of if the world is like this, life will be good. And then I realized that I was holding on to this disappointment. Oh, the world isn't like this. Yeah. But as I started to see that, you know then i was like i can see you can see how damaging that is because there's lots of reasons we can't there's lots of reasons we can never meet those expectations we set for ourselves and we often hold them in a almost invisible we don't we don't examine them and we don't see them consciously but we feel disappointed about our home environment or our relationships or our friendships or maybe we think other other example could be, maybe we see other people being really social and popular, and then we wonder, well, why do I just like to stay home and not go to parties? Yeah. And we but we feel disappointed, but we don't acknowledge that. So so the the pattern there was creating that emotion, but the gratitude simultaneously felt like the answer felt like if we talk about a pattern being one track of one track or one train of thinking then a pattern is a completely new track and a completely new train of thinking Mm -hmm. that when you can dissolve that old one you can see the new one and gratitude felt like that to me because it felt like like oh yeah I'm just going to embrace what is like I'm going to embrace not not all my expectations about how life could have been or could be, but embrace how it is mm. and go, wow. Oh, I. It's almost impossible to put into words because it's not, I don't look around the room and go, oh, I'm so lucky for having that plate or that bowl or that thing. I, I just feel grateful for, it's unconditional. It's like yeah. for life as it is, not as it's imagined.
0: You something while you were talking became very clear to me. Also, the connection to the pattern of negativity, mm. how we humans are so used to focusing on what we don't have, what is not so good, yeah. what um, we miss, what um, might not feel so good. And we kind of have lost the ability of seeing all the other things you know yeah. i i, I want to bring an example of my uh, teaching in my pilates classes so over the last few years i have included a lot of the of teachings into my pilates classes i have found a really good way of interweaving them especially work on the heart qualities you know mm-hmm. self love and and gratitude and i can so see with Myself, but especially with my clients, because some of them have different problems in their body, mm. you know, different pains, different conditions, and how easy it is for us to focus on that negative. And then we miss out on feeling grateful what we have yeah. as the body, even with its problems, is like a miracle. It's like yeah. amazing. Absolutely. And so I try often in my classes every every class, in every class, I try to bring that awareness back to being grateful mm. for their bodies even with their problems. So it's really that and we expect our body to be good.
1: We have those expectations. We we especially when we're young, we think, Well, I can just do anything or we maybe if we're older and we are having health problems we can start to compare ourselves we might compare ourselves to a younger version of ourselves or to people in the world that seem like they've got it together and they don't seem like they're having problems and their bodies seem healthy and then that compounds so there's there's the problem itself and those problems do need to be solved if we have pain that needs to be solved if if yeah using the example of of how we how Philippa and I are living the house as we live in maybe a couple more years than we need to move out of it it's probably past its its lifespan yeah it's getting a bit old Uh, but I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast oh gosh (laughs) sorry 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 dear um (laughs) but but we are building a a 30 square meter building at the moment that and that felt really positive so there so you still you still move forward in life and you embrace embrace possibilities so you you still look for solutions yes but but you do it in a very grounded way Mm. yeah
0: yes it's really also so important to observe ourselves and our thoughts and Mm. our focus our feelings our feelings yeah yes and then we can do a lot and gratitude is a very powerful heart quality to open up the space of goodness
1: mm.
0: and of positiveness and it is a fact that it feels nicer when we focus on the things which which have more lightness and brightness in it mm. and so if you look at at your situation you know your focus has shifted from focusing of what you might not have mm. to focusing of what you do have
1: yeah and because we're actually we're actually living in a changing world I mean, a lot of people listening to this are these are global issues, but at the moment in New Zealand house home ownership has just gone out of the reach of a lot of people yes uh jobs are changing there's a endless challenges and a lot of us are holding on to expectations that maybe were realistic when we were growing up but but the world we're growing up into have grown up into is not the same world those expectations don't match they but they don't match with the reality of the world Mm. but it doesn't mean that we can't create a good life in a new way. We just have to be very creative about it. And, and gratitude also... I, th- I love the way you put it. It puts you in a positive mindset. Yes. You put yourself in a... There's so much being given to me right now and there's so many ways that I can give. But as I say that, I... It's not exactly... It's not a thought process. It's not like now I have to give X and Y and now I have to get X and mm. Y. It's much more...
0: It's about a Chi field actually. Continuous. So you you create actually... You create a, a, a positive Chi field by bringing positive information into your thoughts. And we know what a positive Chi field can mm. do to life. It just makes makes the energy in your life feel better and I love how Yuan Si I thought about this um I think this morning. I I thought actually Yuan C is so clever in making it us focus on these five heart qualities. Mm. Because what it does for us by focusing on them we bring our we bring our focus and our our awareness and our chi field towards trust and love Mm. and gratitude and respect. So in some ways, we create that for ourselves. And because we are all one, we are not separated from each other. Mm. It has a positive impact on everything and everybody. Yeah. So very, very clever.
1: Gratitude felt. It's a funny word to use but it felt kind of wild it felt kind of like like as you use that metaphor jumping in the deep end or you know jumping off something it's like it's it felt so liberating to it feels li- to say I have enough I have I have enough in my life and I have plenty to give and I'm right here in life and I'm going to live it And, and you can see how that trust and openness are there and you can see because you have to trust, you have to trust that I'm just going to live life tomorrow. I don't know if my expectations will be met, (laughs) but you know, I don't know. Do you still
0: have expectations? I think so
1: (laughs) for a Hmm. few more days or weeks (laughs) or however long.
0: Well, yeah, we do have expectations. It's a hard one to shake, isn't it?
1: I thought, oh, the other pattern maybe worth just dropping in here was the pattern of taking things for granted. Yes. And I know how that feels. It feels... Once you start to feel gratitude and, and the lightness of the heart, then to go back into the feeling of taking things for granted is a very it's like the heart is just shut off Mm -hmm. it feels like someone's just shut the door on your heart completely and it's it's not a it's it's just not a nice way to to feel I agree and it's not a nice way to feel about others yes yeah I would like to
0: add something to the to the expectations because we have used the word expectation now quite casually, I think we really need to make clear to our listeners that we talk about fixed and excessive expectations, mm. you know, because expectations have their place to, yeah. you know, because they can be a driving force, they can be a, a motivational tool. But the problem is when we have them fixed and excessive. And if yeah. our expectation doesn't become reality, then you know the world falls apart yeah so just to make that um, that's true because you
1: might think to yourself i want this and it might be a reasonable expectation and so you take reasonable steps that that are that aren't harmful to other people or to yourself Mm. to to achieve that goal and you may or may not achieve it yeah but you need to have a sense of direction
0: yes and when it comes to gratitude ideally we are still feeling that gratitude regardless if that expectation has been fulfilled or not so even when it's not fulfilled we don't lose our gratitude
1: you, you probably i think you would feel that gratitude because because whatever happens
0: well i think sometimes it can be hard to feel gratitude when things don't go the way you want them to go you know there are a few extreme examples out there which we're not going to bring in here but even mm. little examples can be a, a thing like you know I don't know but it would be a harmless example
1: <laughs> well there'd be lots of there'd be lots of things that would that would upset me it would yeah. uh, it would upset me to go to the supermarket and find out that the price of tomatoes was too high i'd be you know i'd be sitting at home thinking oh i'm just gonna have tomato sandwiches this week and then i get to the supermarket and be like how dare they who do they think they are
0: you need to get yourself a glass house and grow them yay
1: and then yeah that could be triggering to be told that by someone
0: (laughs) could it (laughs) why
1: (laughs) maybe i will (laughs) maybe i will
0: Maybe you will.
1: Maybe I'll just... Well, maybe, maybe I grow I'll tomatoes just...
0: and I can give you every time we do a podcast, yeah. I'll bring you a few tomatoes. And then you know that after the podcast, you can have your tomatoes. Maybe tomatoes. I
1: won't take my, my tomatoes for granted so much. Maybe yes. not always getting cheap tomatoes means that when I when I do get them, I'll appreciate them more.
0: Yeah. Plus, it depends on the season too. You know, in summer, it's easier to buy a, affordable tomatoes than... Yeah out of season well
1: that was a funny like little aside there but it's interesting that Mm -hmm. the pattern of expectations of fixed expectations doesn't come it comes with an impact and actually when you look at that there is an impact to wanting tomatoes to wanting cheap tomatoes all year round Mm. from the supermarket Mm. it's actually an environmental impact yeah. So so when we have expectations, let's, We have expectations on our relationships or our friendships. Uh, we want them to be different from what they are. That puts a pressure and emotion on another person. That's not fair on that person. It's, it may not. If it's not. If it's reasonable, then you. That's part of the relationship. You can work on that together but if it's unreasonable there's a pressure and it's the same with 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 the food with food systems and everything Mm -hmm. if we if we what we if we want more than this sounds a little esoteric but if we want more than the universe wants to give us and what is what nature wants to give us and what is natural Mm -hmm. there will be consequences yeah
0: very very true
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Maybe we can talk a little bit more about this um, taking things for granted. And for me, like, I haven't worked that much on gratitude over the years Mm. because my main focus was on, on trust. But wow, I found that workshop yesterday very good for me to really dip into this quality a little bit more. And I could see how taking things for granted for me is really that presence of not really feeling gratitude. That means that I constantly just take things for granted, like I have my moments when I'm in my little tiny home and I just feel so much love and gratitude for it. Mm you know and i say thank you thank you thank you beautiful little house yeah you know but that's only that, that's quite quite rare that i have such a a conscious awareness for feeling grateful for something but theoretically i think when we achieve an open heart and gratitude is there mm. freely and openly it's actually something you feel constantly for everything for just looking at our yeti here our yeah. microphone we would feel so much gratitude to have a microphone to have a good quality
1: yeah for sure
0: and and i just i just imagine the richness our life would kind of what's the word receive yeah. from Really having that unconditional gratitude. It, wow.
1: There's a lot of positivity, like comparatively. I'm, I've been away and on holiday for a, not holiday, it's not the right word, but I've been out of town for a month with my partner, with my wife, and somehow just seeing all these different ways of people living and where we were staying and actually made me. Love our home even more, and so we just came back to our house with a lot of motivation. And when you when you're really appreciating where you where you are from, where you what mm-hmm. you have, it really actually we just have this drive. You know, we're doing some building the other day, and then we bought some more materials today, and then we did. I bought some. Um, bought a shelf for twenty dollars from this from someone off off Facebook Marketplace. You know, nice. but it's sort of like suddenly. This positivity, mm. uh, but what I wanted to add into what you were saying, I thought was very wise, which is that if you're not feeling gratitude and you're feeling you are feeling those other feelings, those those two patterns are quite good places to start. Mm. It's good to acknowledge that those are what you're feeling, and good to examine them. Yes. About why they're there and get to know them because it's quite possible that you have these patterns that stop you feeling gratitude and instead of changing those patterns you simply mask the, those feelings with gratitude so you tell yourself I should feel grateful I do feel grateful but underneath you're still feeling Something's not feeling right, so you mm. need to kind of acknowledge those deeper patterns and then and there's there is a process that so we can't really go into the detail on this podcast, mm. but Reway has this whole uh, process that teachers are trained in to to help people work through and transform patterns
0: well. We can say that we are going to start a six-week course, beginner course, on patterns next week.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Hey, we should actually do that, market ourselves a little bit. Mm. So if you are interested in looking into patterns in our rangeway way, then we'll add a link in the description to our website. we We will. Where we will put some more details and you That's can That's great.
1: And then and if you're listening to this podcast at a later date, then we'll probably be offering something there'll probably still be offerings. Yes. So just keep an eye out for what we have.
0: Yes, because now and get in touch. Yeah. And and what we wanna say too is we also have a class on on the heart qualities. Yeah. Which is a midweek class. And so that's an ongoing class. If you're interested to know more about gratitude and trust and Mm. love and openness and true respect, then maybe go to our website and have a look at that.
1: It feels like someone changing your patterns feels like someone has handed you a book. And in that book is the story of your life, only somehow you're allowed to rewrite parts of it. You can read about your... You can learn about yourself. And as you get to know your story, you can, once you understand the methods well enough, and the process well enough, you can start to rewrite parts of your story. So it feels... (laughs) It gives me goosebumps. It feels endlessly, like, incredible.
0: Well, it is really a way of finding what you don't like about how you feel how you think how you behave that that is not beneficial to you anymore and you think mm. actually this doesn't feel good yeah i don't like this i don't feel right this is what you can rewrite you know you can yeah. say well i can change this to feeling good to feeling yeah. more my heart and that's really and and it's so good to have these two methods with each other the working on the patterns and uh um they strengthening the heart qualities mm. because by strengthening gratitude the patterns lose a little bit there or it's actually easier to change our patterns if yeah. we strengthen our heart qualities another way around if we change our patterns all of a sudden the heart is kind of like boom opening oh, more yeah. and more and more
1: yeah. so nice
0: <laughs> it's just wonderful and just to to be correct here chi work is important too. Shall hmm. we add this why is chi work so important like working on your on your chi flow and chi um amount in your body what would you say I in a not, short way
1: i don't know how to say it in a short way right now I'll try <laughs> oh, let's see what comes out Oh my gosh! Uh, your thoughts every activity of of your mind goes right through the body and the way we see it in Men Shui and it's based on traditional Chinese wisdom so that includes Chinese medicine and qigong, especially, is is the intermediate the the go between. I can't say that other word. Intermediate still can't say it. The go I between. can't help you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the go between is chi, is the life force that flows through you. So as soon as I have a thought, mm-hmm. that thought has an impact on my qi, Yes. That chi, that thought, that in turn has an impact on my body. Yes. So a good example. The the thought any thoughts that are overthinking, so this is Chinese medicine, overthinking connects to the spleen, it actually knots qi up, so the the qi in the body gets tighter, and the body gets tighter, especially the shoulders and the lower back, mm-hmm. so, and worry, worry, yes, yeah. so there's a lot of emotions is often what, what affects your qi, mm. and strong emotion can affect the chi and the opposite of course is deep relaxation can can allow chi to flow hmm. so we use these various exercises to help us to relax deeply but a lot of these exercises use movement to also facilitate the flow of chi hmm. and and you can see how movement and the way the body is plays into the chi and connects to them. it plays into how the thoughts will go because let's just have a think how do you take a moment if you're sitting down and listening to this uh, you could try it too Sabina yeah. how do you feel when you feel sad what is your posture like when you feel sad like you fall into emotion and thoughts actually change the way the body is Mm -hmm. you know i notice if i get tense about something um, my thoughts are tense i get worried i don't trust a person that i've just met i notice myself immediately tensing up in my toes for example Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's how thought affects the body and thought affects qi and qi affects Mm -hmm. the body and so that's how qigong is really this the work on qi is this way of getting teaching yourself a new way of being.
0: Yes, and really um increasing also the qi Mm. in the body and that helps then also with dealing with patterns better because we all know when we when we are weak and we have a low energy then often emotions can arise easier than if we are in a really good place and you know feeling really good and strong
1: exactly so
0: it's all connected and so it's it's ideally we look at all the parts mm. we we look at after our chi we look after our heart and we look after our mind
1: I had someone on our facebook group say ask why is renzhi special oh yeah like, they're saying well how am i going to tell people in the world That this practice is special when there's so many practices, and if I was to say my one thing about the shui is it it actually encompasses the the Qi Gong side of it encompasses nine different methods, Mm -hmm. and they work at the early stages of Qi, gradually deepening to deeper layers of Qi in the body because it's thousands of years of wisdom Mm -hmm. around what Qi is and how Qi works and the relationship between Qi chi and the body and the mind and
0: and science is catching up slowly
1: yeah and then and as those methods deepen then then they move into the heart work and the and the inviting once you've got that foundation of a really good state inviting the true self to emerge and and support you it's very clever it's very special very
0: special okay
1: thank you i think
0: that That is quite complete for now, eh?
1: Yeah, thank you everyone for listening.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Yes, have a great day.
0: Bye. Bye.